Welcome back to another recording of the Elevate Media Podcast. I am Chris Anderson, and today I'm going to do a book review. This is one book that set me on my trajectory of business, of entrepreneurship, of quitting my job, cold turkey, to start down this road. And it was one of the pivotal moments, one of the things I read in my flux of, am I going to do this? Am I not going to do this? This book kind of, I don't know, God spoke to me through it. Um, Faces a big part of my journey, you might know. And this book uh, he used to kind of lead me, I guess, and, and hear him speak. So the book is The Last Arrow by Erwin McManus. So this book, uh, Save Nothing for the Next Life, is about his journey, things he's learned, connects it to the Bible. But he was diagnosed with cancer and prostate cancer, and so not always has it, that doesn't always have a good outlook. But uh, yeah, just kind of a wake-up call for him at a very high level. But I'm going to go through like the top three things that really stuck out to me in this book and how it connected to my journey of entrepreneurship. So let's dive into it. Welcome to the Elevate Media Podcast with your host, Chris Anderson. In this show, Chris and his guests will share their knowledge and experience on how to go from zero to successful entrepreneur. They have built their businesses from scratch and are now ready to give back to those who are just starting. Let's get ready to learn, grow, and elevate our businesses. And now your host, Chris Anderson. So the first thing that really stuck out to me in the book was burning the boats. You know, there's multiple stories of burning the boats. One, obviously, of the military commander who was about to go face a very large military operation on this island. And they were outnumbered. It did not look good. And he could tell his men were on edge. He didn't know how they would respond once they got there. Would his men try to leave on their boats uh, to escape? Or would they stay and fight? And so they set out on this mission to battle this army that was bigger than them, stronger than them, outnumbered them on their turf. And so they got to the island. They got their boats ashore. They got off the boats. And then he ordered the men to burn the boats because he said, we will either die or we will win. There is no other option. So this gave his men what they needed to defeat the larger uh, and more populous army. And they had no way out. So they were going to win or they were going to die. There was no other option. And in the book, The Last Arrow, Erwin tells a story of Elisha from the Bible and how he was chosen to follow Elijah. I know it can get confusing, but how Elisha was chosen and he was excited and he was going to leave his home to set out on this pursuit of his future. And he literally burned his past. He cut up the yokes from his oxen and and other tools. He slaughtered his oxen to eat and feed Everybody in celebration of this new momentous, this huge step into his future. He burnt what he was used to. He burned what he had known all his life. So he left nothing there. There's nothing for him anymore. It was gone. It was ashes. And he only had one thing to do. And that was take one step forward, follow Elijah. And this really stuck out to me. Because I was in the midst of a lot in my mind and, you know, do I want to start a business? How can I start a business while working nine to five? Do I even want to do my nine to five anymore? 
what am I going to do? And for me, I had to burn the boats. I quit my job in 2020 with no income, no business plan, nothing. It was burn the boats and figure it out, win or die. And that's what I did. I quit my job because I wanted something different. I wanted something bigger and better for me, for my family. I wanted that financial freedom. I wanted the ability to watch my you know, future kids grow up because I had just gotten married not too long before this. Uh, now we have two little boys that I'm able to watch grow up. I'm able to work from home with them. Now we're not to where I want to be yet, but how God has provided along the way is a testament to how he tells us he will always provide our needs. Now, I'm not a millionaire. I'm not making, you know, hundreds of thousands a month like some of these gurus might say they're making. But I'm able to watch my boys grow at a young age and be with them. They get to see their dad fight through the ups and downs as he builds this business for them, for our legacy, for our future. Because it is, there's ups and downs. It's not easy. Win or die. We're going to continue on and we're going to make it through. There might be moments where uh, we might be crawling along our journeys as we are building businesses. We feel like we're losing ground, but we're going to keep moving on. And so that's what I had to do in this book of Burning the Boats. When I first kind of heard that in this book, really resonated with me. And I go back to it quite often because sometimes we have to burn the boats. And burning the boats doesn't always mean quitting your job or going to war. Burning the boats could mean cutting a bad habit, getting rid of a toxic relationship, taking control of your thoughts and turning them from negative to positive, not allowing someone to speak negatively into your life, making sacrifices for your future that some people might call crazy right now. Maybe it's not partying every weekend anymore. Maybe it's getting rid of the alcohol. Maybe it's spending time in quiet and stillness to listen. Whatever that is, those boats that you need to burn in your life, you've got to figure those out. For me, it was a huge thing. And and I don't recommend that to many. We all have boats we can burn so we can move forward, so we can become victorious. We have that fire lit inside of us that keeps us moving for where there is no plan B. So you figure out what your boats are and get rid of them so there's nothing holding you back. The second thing that stood out to me a lot was there's a place in the book where talking about being so afraid of death that we forget to live. And he actually has a quote in the book and he talks about it after his cancer diagnosis. And it says this, we are so afraid of death and all its relatives, such as failure and disappointment and injury that we actually never choose to live. Let that sink in. The moment we realize we are all dying, every one of us, our sands trickling out, we don't know how much we have left. It's inevitable. And when we can do that, we can start truly living and living to the fullest. That's going to be when our lives change. It's like the quote, we all have two births. One naturally when we come into the world and the second when we figure out why we came into the world. But when we stop being fearful of death, fearful of failures, fearful of our insecurities towards ourselves or what other people are going to say, when we can stop having fear of that and just fully live, that's when things start to change as well. And it really stuck out to me because I I, I had to stop worrying about what everyone was going to think. 
Dude, you quit your job? Are you crazy? How are you going to support your family? How are you going to do this? How are you going to do that? What if it doesn't work? Like all these things I had to just get rid of and stop being scared of to move forward. And that's the second part that stuck out to me in the book. The third thing, and this one is huge as well as sometimes we forget. And it's in the chapter that talks about your tribe, all about your tribe. And there's an African proverb. You've probably heard this, but it goes, if you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go together. Let me repeat that. If you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go together. We cannot succeed at the highest level by ourselves. We can't. We have to have others that are with us on our journey, whether it's support figures, whether it be part of our team, whether it be, you know, sidekicks or whatever it is, we have to have someone, at least one other that are helping propel us to greatness. You can only go so far by yourself. But when you bring in that coach, that mentor, that teammate, that supportive role, that encourager, those individuals are what help you get to that next level. I can't build Elevate to where we are today without the team around me, without support from my family and my close friends. I can't do it. There's only so much time in a day. So the team you put around you, the people in your life matter so much. And they matter so much because they will dictate how far you can go. If you surround yourself with people who are just negative all the time, who are just dragging you down, they're going to keep you from getting to the goal that you're trying to reach. You surround yourself with positive and supportive people and people who have strengths where you are weak to fill in those gaps, then you're going to get to that next level. So that was the third thing that stuck out to me from the book. You know, I knew from early on, I didn't know what the business was going to be, but I knew eventually within whatever it was that I was going to have to bring people on because I know I'm not good at everything. I know I have weaknesses. And I knew that the sooner I could bring people in and help them see the vision of what we're doing and grow together, that we could do so much more. And that's what we're doing right now. No, it's been a handful of years and now it's, it's being implemented even more by the new people we're bringing on. So those are three things from the book, the last arrow, um, again, a really great read, uh, from Irwin, a lot of great, great advice for life in here for business. And yeah, if you haven't read it yet, go check it out. It's a great one, but until next time. Continue to go out there, elevate your life, elevate your brand, and we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you for listening to the Elevate Media Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. See you in the next episode.